Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle, and I hesitate to talk about this topic because it's controversial, I guess, in this day and age with all the environmental challenges we have and the population of the planet basically being too large, I think, of humans and species going extinct and habitat being destroyed. Uh, I used to be a vegan and a vegetarian, and I've done a lot of research on nutrition, and for my own health, I'm more of a carnivore now than I ever was before, and I even tried camel, ground camel, the other day, which tasted amazing. Um, what I try to do is, because I do care about animals, and I love animals very much, I'm, a, I'm an animal person, and I'm also a person who is passionate about health and nutrition, and so what I try to do is buy as much meat as I can from the farmer's market and from small farms. And I went to the Asian market here in Seattle, and they actually have alligator, camel, elk, wild boar, rabbit, um, uh, kidneys, hearts, livers, tendons, brains, all kinds of different unusual organ meats and regular meats, muscle meats of different kinds of animals. And the camel that I tried comes from a smaller farm. Um, I feel better buying meat that is from smaller farms, that it's not huge assembly line uh, factory farmed animals. And there's a guy named Peter Ballerstadt that I, I respect and admire. He's unique. He has a master's in ruminant animals, which are animals that graze. And he talks about the environmental impact of the agriculture business uh, the way that humans, the way that we, and I'm an American, so I can't speak for all countries. I can only speak for the USA in terms of what I know about the meat that I buy. Although some of the meat I buy is actually from Australia, and a lot of countries actually have banned certain pesticides and GMO, and their farms are like the the soil is not as depleted of minerals because they fertilize with manure the old-fashioned way and rotate crops of plants and animals so that the soil has more minerals in it and it's better for the plants and animals, I think, to be mineralized in a natural, normal way as opposed to using synthetic fertilizer because I've heard that... And I sound very autistic right now, don't I? Because I'm so nerdy. I love nutrition and to the point of listening to people talk about fertilizer and topsoil and animal poop and vitamins and minerals and neuroplasticity of the brain and what do you call it, uh, neogenesis, I forgot what it's called, um, beta-hydroxybutyrate beta and different ketones in the body and the way the body digests fat carbohydrates and protein and all the different things and how your body chemistry changes and your dopamine levels. I mean, all of this like biochemistry basically in regards to nutrition, in regards to mental and physical health. Uh, so Peter Ballerstadt talks about, oh gosh, come back, come back recording. I hope I'm still recording. My screen went dark. Yes, yeah, still recording. Okay. So Peter Ballerstadt talks about uh, if you care about the environment, a way to help that is not necessarily to go vegan or vegetarian because actually the way, unless you buy all of your produce from small farms at farmer's markets, buying mass-produced 
even if it's organic fruits and vegetables, is not necessarily good for the environment because of the way we have industrialized agriculture in general, whether it's plants or animal products that you're buying. So the best thing to do is to buy from small farms and get, of course, pasture-raised and organic, no hormones, no antibiotics, etc., organically raised things. And so I had camel the other day, which tastes a little bit like venison. It's kind of rubbery, and I, apparently it's a very lean meat. So I actually added butter and olive oil to it because I am on a high healthy fat uh, medium protein, very low carbohydrate diet, a way of eating. Basically, it's a whole lifestyle. It's not really a diet, but it's a way that I eat. And I've been doing this for nine months and I lost 30 or 40 pounds or burned, burned off for 30 or 40 pounds of body fat. And I feel great. I didn't even know I had that much extra fat to burn off my body. And I feel really good. I feel better mentally. Although I am, I have to say, I am uh, one of the drawbacks to eating the way that I'm eating is that my brain, I feel more aware and awake to how I really feel about things. And I'm, I'm uh, listening to some grief and sadness in my psyche and realizing that I'm unhappy in some ways with my social life or my lack of social life, but then also realizing I might be a little bit autistic. And so my social needs are different than people that are not autistic. Um, I'm just, I'm highly sensitive and introverted, and yet I desire to connect with people, and yet I desire a lot of time to myself. So, okay, I'm going off on a tangent here. My my brain is total chaos, to be honest with you. My brain is total chaos. Uh, but I work full-time as a model, and I'm able to organize myself enough to pay all my bills and exercise every day and eat healthy and get to all my modeling jobs, like at 15 different places. So I guess I am organized enough to do that. But overall, my brain is chaos. My thoughts go off on tangents, and I have some really great creative ideas, and I connect the dots. One thing leads to another. But I wanted to talk about eating meat and how I feel healthier eating meat. And I eat um, uh, kidney and heart and liver. I haven't tried brains yet. I know that sounds kind of gross to a lot of people, but I would like to try it. It's supposed to be really good in in uh, healthy fat and uh, DHA or some kind of good fat. And I what I do is I mix organ meats with other meats. So when I cook these kind of strange, unusual organ meats, I make I cook them with other kinds of meats uh, and mix them in. And that's how I eat them because they're really high in vitamins and minerals. Uh, and they're different than the muscle meats that we eat. So I'm feeling like I'm getting all this nutritional value, and I buy um, pastured eggs from small farms at the farmer's market and at a place on Whidbey Island that sells chicken and duck eggs, and they taste amazing, and I'm getting all this good nutrients from that, and I still eat vegetables. I eat, like, organic cauliflower and broccoli, and I, I eat fruit. I eat um, small amounts of fruit for dessert and for the nutrients nutrition, you know, in the fruit, the phytonutrients and all of the antioxidants, etc. in case that helps my body. And it feels like it does. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, it's controversial talking about eating meat. I used to be vegan and vegetarian off and on since I was age 15. Uh, right now I'm more in the carnivore direction and I base my my meals around, and I intermittent fast. I have a time-restricted eating. I eat from like 
11 p.m. to 5 p.m. or 12 to 6 or sometimes I eat 12 noon to 8 p.m. I vary it like I eat four six to eight hours a day two meals a day and then I just drink water and black coffee or tea when I'm fasting and I drink a lot of water and I put um, salt Himalayan pink salt or sea salt in my water I eat seaweed I eat sauerkraut I eat um, green olives um, I eat uh, different European cheeses because it's more natural than American um, cheeses and, um, you know, different kinds of farming in these smaller European countries that do it in the more old-fashioned, natural way. I would love it if I lived near Amish farms to buy uh, Amish, you know, animal products or vegetable products from Amish farms the old-fashioned, organic, more natural way where the soil is fertilized with animal manure. And I guess they fertilize soil also with the blood of animals and bone meal. Bone meal and blood and manure and rotate the plants and animal crops. I think they still do this in, in parts of France or smaller farms in different European countries still fertilize the soil with animal animal matter and the plants and animals grow side by side and they rotate the crops and just thinking about that makes me feel good. So the answer to being environmental and the whole methane gas thing about cows producing most of the methane gas actually is, they say, is exaggerated and that really our biggest problem with pollution is cars and factories and machines and chopping down all the trees. That's really the biggest environmental problem. But um, Eating plants and animals feels good to me. It's kind of yin and yang, so I'm eating both. Uh, I'm sort of kind of an omnivore still, but I lean in the direction. Probably 80% of my diet is is uh, animal products and uh, feeling really good, getting lean. It's a total paradox. You know, I'm eating more saturated fat, and I avoid vegetable oils except for olive oil, coconut oil. I don't eat canola oil or safflower oil or soybean oil or any of those kinds of cheap mass-produced oils. I eat avocado oil, olive oil, and coconut oil, um, but mostly I eat butter and animal fat, and I'm getting leaner and feeling really good and clear-headed. And um, and again, I care about animals, and I care about the environment. And yeah, so I hesitate to even publish this because I know it sounds really strange. Like, how can you be, you know, like it's a like it's a stereotype that if you eat meat, you don't care about the environment. And if you're vegan or vegetarian, then you're environmental and you care about your health. And if you eat meat, then you, you know, you just go around and eat fast food and you don't really care about your the environment or the animals or your health. And that's like really not true. That's a stereotype. So I talk about the concept of beyond duality, you know, the vegans versus the carnivores or the uh, people who care about the environment versus people who don't care. And, um, you know, I recycle, I compost, and I eat meat, and I care. And I volunteer at the zoo, and I love animals. And I know a lot of people don't even like zoos, and they think zoos are terrible. And, you know, I think it's unfortunate that animals are in captivity. Uh, but I also think it's unfortunate that humans are in captivity. We have uh, trapped ourselves in some ways, humans. So, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, so when I go to the zoo, I think of the animals as being protected. And it's true, they are trapped in their conclosures, but they get access to food every day and they get veterinary care if they're injured or ill and no predators are going to get them. 
and so they are safe and so and they are protected and they have a comfortable place to sleep and maybe they're bored maybe they want to run and roam free uh, I think some of the zoo animals seem like they're totally fine and adapted well to it, and some of them do seem a bit, like, irritated by it, um, like they realize that they're not free, and they're probably wondering, why do these humans do what they do? I wonder that about these zoo animals, what they're thinking, but <clears throat> overall, I think the zoo is a very positive place. It also is very educational. They recycle and compost everything. They educate people, and they encourage people to turn their backyards into wildlife habitat and don't use chemicals in your backyard, and they teach people how to do bird feeders and plant things that will attract hummingbirds and bees and, you know, good things that turn your backyard into a safe uh, ecosystem that will help nature uh, survive and not, you know, be destroyed by what the humans are doing with pollution and chemicals and all the weird things that humans do to just to really mess up nature. And we are part of nature and we sometimes forget that. So every time I eat an animal, every day I eat meat, I uh, eat different kinds of meat every single day. And today I'm having a wild caught Alaskan salmon and some beef heart, <laughs> weird combination, I know, and some pastured eggs, and some uh, whole fat cheese from Ireland. I also get cheese from Switzerland, and cheese from Norway, and cheese from France, I think, uh, different countries that I, I know a store where I can get a good deal on these kinds of cheeses, and I just eat a little bit each day. Oh, and I eat coconut cream when I want ice cream. I have ice cream every once in a while, but I usually just eat uh, coconut cream that I get in a jar, in a can, and I just shake it up and stir it up and I freeze it and then it's, and I don't sweeten it because I don't really like stevia. So I just eat it plain and that's kind of my ice cream substitute that's high in good coconut fat essential fatty acids and it kind of satisfies my desire for ice cream most of the time but I do have ice cream every once in a while that's the one the one treat that I'm probably never going to stop eating I don't eat um, wheat or bread or cookies or cakes or crackers or pasta or, or and I eat rice every once in a while I know I'm repeating myself but I just wanted to say something about meat and I'm probably autistic so if I sound really uh, weird, like I go off on tangents all the time and my mind is total chaos, that's probably why. But I do feel the need to communicate and express myself and the desire to share with people and connect beyond myself. And that's what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm introspective and introverted. And yet I feel the desire to share and publish these recordings that I make. So thanks for listening. And sometimes I love my artwork and sometimes I look at my abstract paintings and I just, I appreciate the color and the design and the composition and my photography. But it's, it's sometimes I just think, God, I just want to get away from the chaos of it all. You know, sometimes, and it's funny, in my apartment, my walls are blank. They're all just blank white walls because I just, I have a lot of artwork of mine that I could hang on the walls and I used to do that, but really my house, my apartment is just full of house plants and blank white walls because I crave just clean blank white walls and just simplicity because I have so much chaos in my head. And when I do my artwork, like my poetry is very rhymy and spinny and circular and repetitive and the way I paint 
my shapes is very chaotic and the way I do everything I do is improvisational and even my work life you know my my schedule is total chaos different every single day of the week which I mostly like but I crave simplicity I crave uh, routine and structure and simplicity so that's kind of how I cope with some of the stress that I feel and I get overwhelmed and I feel like I, I get overstimulated and then I have to recover from that and just be in a quiet space. And I go for nature walks almost every day. I, I take like a 30 to 60 minute walk almost every day and that's for my mental and my physical health. So thanks for listening. Have a great day. Follow your heart. Follow your dreams. Follow your bliss. I hope that anybody listening finds this inspiring. Uh, I feel better after expressing myself because I don't really have a lot of close friends. I do have a boyfriend, but we are very different. His interests are very different than mine, so we don't really talk about this topic very much, nutrition, only a little bit. He's a musician and a photographer, and we just have very different interests overall, but we connect with music and photography and with humor. Uh, but in other ways, we don't quite connect. So I guess I do feel a little bit lonely, like maybe I need to find one other friend that's interested in nutrition or uh, I don't really know. But I don't really know what my social needs are, or my social desires. I'm still trying to figure that out. And I am going to work on that in therapy and with my own, listen to my own inner voice. So thanks for listening. Have a great day or night. My name's Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring here in Seattle, USA. Thanks for tuning in. My website is shannonkringen.com or just Google my name, Shannon Kringen or Goddess Kring and you find like artwork and music and poetry and total chaos that I've created. Thank you for listening. Everything is improvisational in my life. Thanks for listening. I'm going to go model for an art class and then I work with medical students the next few days and art art and medical students I model for. So that's my schedule for this week and then I'm going to volunteer at the zoo and do my creative writing every Saturday with my friends and figure out if I want to expand my social life or do I mostly need to have solitude. I'm still trying to figure out what that is for me. So What's healthy for me? So peace and love to everyone. Take care. Uh, life can be very hard sometimes, and life is also very beautiful. So have a great day or night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.